0: So if you have a fall on outstretched hand and you go to a doctor, particularly if it's an ER doctor, urgent care, a family medicine doctor, and you're having palm pain, you should mention, I may have a hook of a handmaid fracture and they probably will look at you crazy, but it's often missed. It's best to have that on their radar and you don't want it to get missed. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. I am your host, Dr. Wita L. Brown. I inspire and promote movement. I explain how running adds to life from a mental wholeness aspect. How obstacles can be overcome in life to make it to your finish line. Welcome to Running is Cheaper Than Therapy, episode 50. I've come to the end of season three. And again, I want to thank everyone who listens to my podcast, anyone who's listened to any episode, anyone who's shared an episode, anyone who's subscribed. I appreciate the love. So this final episode will be in the series, Ask the Doc. I've been getting a lot of questions about some of the injuries I had related to my bike crash in July. For those of you who may not follow me or who haven't listened to some episodes where I talk about the incident, I'll give a quick synopsis. This was July 24th, 2021. I fell on my bike. I fell on my right hand and I hit my shoulder. Initially, what bothered me the most was the road rash. And I had a lot of swelling in my palm, but I thought it was just a bruise. So I rode home in the pain. And what was my major concern was the road rash, which. It's healed. I'm still using some silicone to help with the scar. I still was going to post a follow-up picture since I post the uh, injury pictures and some interim pictures as well on my Instagram account. Following the accident, my swelling on my hand got better. But two weeks later, I started having problems with my wrist, particularly what's called the owner side of the wrist. And the owner side of the wrist is the side um, where your pinky is versus the thumb. The thumb is the radial side of the wrist. I started having pain on the owner side of the wrist, particularly when I what's called owner deviation, which is basically turning the wrist toward that side. And particularly when I flex it, which means kind of bringing it down versus um, extension, which is bringing your palm back. So it got to the point where it hurt to do anything, open the door, it hurt to type. So I thought I might have had what's called a triangular fiber cartilage complex tear, TFCC. I contacted one of my friends who is a hand surgeon outside of Chicago. He he was going on vacation and he's pretty far outside Chicago, so he recommended me see someone who could get me in. They got me in the next week. I also contacted my partner. He has a hand surgeon in his practice, but they couldn't get me in right away. And I have a friend at Northwestern. She's a joint surgeon. She recommended someone. He couldn't get me in for about two months. Was very busy. So I saw the surgeon that my friend recommended. He got me in the next week. He agreed that I might have torn my triangular fibular cartilage complex, TFCC, and suggested that I just immobilize it. I also got X-rays to make sure I didn't have a uh, fracture. That was not an obvious fracture. It was called an occult fracture. The X-rays revealed no fracture. So the plan was to mobilize my wrist in a brace for four weeks. The mobilization helped. It's kind of annoying because I had to wear a brace all the time, except when I was in the shower. I even had a brace that I wore when I went swimming because it hurt to push off um it hurt to to grab the wall it it even hurt to swim so it was really painful initially but the 4 weeks of the mobilization really helped my wrist following the 4 weeks I returned to see the orthopedic surgeon the hand surgeon it was still bothering me on exam so I Got an injection, a cortisone injection, and the plan was to wear the brace two more weeks and to see him in about three weeks. Also, um, I forgot to mention the initial evaluation of my hand, which is about three weeks after my uh, initial injury. I had tenderness in my palm. Since the X-rays were negative, it was diagnosed as a contusion, which is a bone bruise. The immobilization would technically help that as well. So. I went back to see him. This is about after six weeks of immobilization. Still was a little bit tender on the owner's side of the wrist and my palm was still tender when he pressed on it. So the plan was to wean myself out of the brace for the next two weeks. So this is about two months after an injury. I hadn't been really cycling due to some other issues, saddle issues, but that resolved after my brace came off. I um, did an apple cider century, but I did a metric, which is um, sixty-two miles. So during the ride, particularly bumpy parts, I had to really grip onto the handlebar, so my hand really bothered me. And I didn't ride with the brace, so my hand bothered me like every bump. It's like I screamed. My palm, as well as the my uh, the side of my wrist, on the side of my wrist hurt really bad. When you're in gravel and on bumpy roads. People tend to grab on real hard to the handlebars and that really hurt. And I guess the pressure, it felt like every time I hit a bump, I got jolting pain. I was actually screaming. People were looking at me like I was crazy, but it really hurt. that bad. (laughs) It was transient because it was just hurt doing the bumps. But after the ride, my palm really bothered me. So when I went back to see the doctor about four weeks following him releasing me from the brace, I mentioned that my wrist was better. But my palm bothered me, particularly cycling. My wrist was still bothering me, just when I lifted heavy objects. When I drove a lot, where it required a lot of steering. But other than that, it really didn't bother me. Also, when I gripped, like opening jars and cans, puts a lot of pressure on the side of the wrist. So, following the bike ride, he was concerned that i might have had like a small fracture that may not have shown up on x-ray and i was still having transient owner side of wrist pain so i got an mri mri on my wrist showed that i did have a, a small triangular fibro cartilage tear tfcc and i did have a hook of the handmade fracture it was more than just a contusion sometimes when you have a small break it doesn't initially show up on x-rays so After I got the results, he explained that depending on my pain symptoms, I could have surgery. Basically what they do is take the hook of the hammock is really a small part of the bone. It's not necessary (laughs) for function. You lose some grip strength if you remove it, but it's not necessary that I hold on to my hook of my hammock. So the typical procedure is to remove the hook for the TFCC tear. If it's a partial tear, which it appeared to be on MRI, a wrist scope or arthroscope going in and debride the area. If it's actually a tear, you have to make a small incision and repair it. So those are my options. And I got a call. He actually called me during um, homecoming. So this was Halloween weekend. So I told him I would think about it because cycling season was basically over. And if it was bothering me in the future, maybe have surgery then. And since my wrist was significantly better, I'll maybe leave that alone. A couple of weeks after homecoming, I went to Houston and just because it's warmer, because I wanted to get a last bike ride in. My frame cracked on my road bike. So I got a replacement frame and I got it like the week before this organized ride in Houston. And my friend had invited me down to the ride because Major Taylor Houston was a part of the bike ride. So... I decided to go because so I wanted to test out my new road bike, CC 2.0 is what I call it. I've been biking in my brace since it aggravates my hand. So I rode 75 miles and it didn't really bother me during the ride. The brace is annoying just because I have to ride with the brace and it just gets a little awkward. And some, if it's warm, which it wasn't, actually it was a nice cool day, my hand starts to sweat. So following the ride, my hand was bothering me and it bothered me for... For several weeks after, it still hurts. Now it's more um, a nuisance than an actual excruciating pain. And when I ride on the trainer, I really don't have to grip my handlebars as hard, so it hurts with gripping motion and just putting pressure on it. And you put more pressure on your palms when you ride a road bike versus a, a tri bike, because your pressure is more so on your elbows. So it's interesting if I would have done the apple cider ride. My hand would have been on significantly worse because I was on my tri bike and it hurt really bad. Season three, we will continue the new segment called "Ask the Doc." If you have any questions related to musculoskeletal injuries or musculoskeletal health, go to my website www.weouilove.com. Click on the tab voicemail, leave your voicemail and select messages will be aired and answered on the segment. Now back to the show. So I've been pondering over whether I should have surgery or not. So I contacted a few friends that are hand surgeons. One of them said I probably should get it done because I'm doing cycling season. It probably will aggravate me a lot more. So what I decided to do is get a second opinion. I had an appointment with a physician at Northwestern that my friend recommended. He was one of the initial doctors that I sought, but it took a while to get in. But since it was second opinion it wouldn't be a problem for me to see him now. So I saw him two weeks ago. And I gave him my whole history and physical. And I told him who I saw. And it's actually interesting because the orthopedic surgeon I saw was actually trained by him. So he said he was a good person. He would recommend him to anyone. So that made me feel good about the orthopedic surgeon that I was seeing. He recommended getting a CT scan to see if... The bone was healing. If you have a fracture or breaking a bone, you can get what's called a nonunion and basically means the bone is not healing. So my accident was in July. So it's been about five months. So my bone should have been healed by now. So CT scan is better for bone and MRI is better for soft tissue when you're trying to analyze different things. So I got a CT scan on Friday and I saw the orthopedic surgeon today, the follow-up. And there is a bony bridge, which means it's it's trying to heal. So he recommended that I just wait and see. It may heal, it may not. So we're going to get a CT in three months. And if the CT shows that it is healing more or it's healed, then I should be fine, particularly if my symptoms are gone. What I'm concerned about is during the midst of my training season with me riding more outside, it causing a significant amount of aggravation. But he said three months if I had a CT scan, see him the following week which would be February. If I had surgery, I'd only be out for two weeks, pending on any complications. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about TFCC tears as well as handmade fracture because I had a lot of um, questions about my particular injury. So, just to explain, I think it's very interesting. I just wish it wasn't my hand, and I am a nerd. I did a sports medicine fellowship, but I love hand and I do a lot of um, hand in, in my practice. If I presented to myself with the same injury, I would immobilize. Get an MRI and refer the patient to a hand surgeon. So a fall from a bike onto an outstretched hand, which is what happened to me, can because owner oner-sided wrist pain. And it can be associated with TFCC tears. And TFCC tears are common with falls and are seen in 80% of people who break the wrist. Patients usually present with, with owner sided wrist pain, clicking sometimes. Weakness. Sometimes they're unstable. Uh, On exam, you have significant amount of tenderness to that area, pain when you turn your palm up, and just to tell you what the TFCC is. Again, it's triangular fibrocartilage. It consists of a fibrocartilage articular disc and several ligaments that help stabilize the wrist, particularly the owner side of the wrist, which is is, again the side with the, the pinky finger. They provide support and allow for rotation. So treatment include what I had: immobilization. Sometimes, depending on the amount of pain or instability, you may need a cast. I just had a removable splint that I wore all the time, other than showering. Also, um, patients are recommended to take NSAIDs, which is um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, Aleve, ibuprofen. I really can't take NSAIDs because I have a sensitive stomach and I get what's called gastritis. So, But I do have some topical Voltaren, which is basically an inset when I apply that as needed to my wrist. And it helped a little bit. So usually with immobilizations, if the wrist is stable, no surgery is needed for the TFCC. If the wrist is unstable, that's an indication for surgery. Since I still have pain, so I had a cortisone injection, and basically cortisone is a strong anti-inflammatory, and you inject it right into the area of the wrist, so it did help my symptoms. People have symptoms over after three months, surgery is considered even if your wrist is stable after splinting, injections, if you still have significant pain. So again, surgery consists of, it's a partial tear debris, debridement if it's a complete tear. Primary repair, and let's talk about the hook of the handmade fracture. And this usually occurs in sports where a firm grip is required. So it's common in tennis, baseball, golf, and hockey. People who uh, mountain bike, people because they fall a lot. People who um, race, like crit racers, they fall on outstretched anything that causes people to fall on outstretched hand. They can get a hook of the handmade fracture. They're rare and they're often missed. And again, they result as a direct blow to the hook of the handmaid. Commonly seen in athletes. And usually you can catch the break on x-rays, but it's better if you get what's called a carpal tunnel view. That's a special x-ray where it basically isolates that hook. So even if a small fracture, you can catch it even though if it's an occult fracture like mine, sometimes you say still miss. But my surgeon was astute enough to um, examine me and palpate my hand and realize that I had a contusion and immobilize it just like if it was a fracture. So treatment is usually observational, depending on the symptoms. Surgical incision is usually the surgical plan it's usually not repaired because, again, it's a, it's a small extension of the hamate bone, the hook. It's called the hook of the hamate. And it has a poor blood supply. So, 50% of people with hook of the hamate fracture, it doesn't heal. If it's asymptomatic, it's not a big thing. You can have what's called a uh, fibrous non union, which means it, it didn't heal, but it doesn't bother you. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Most professional athletes get it fixed so they can be out and get back to their sport. Again, the only negative thing is you lose a little bit of grip strength if you get it excised, but it's not functional. So um, while I've had a plethora of injuries, I don't even think I can name them all. I've talked about a few in some past episodes, both knees, surgeries, uh, cartilage injury, also tumor ACL, partial tear. Achilles tendonitis, iliotibial friction band syndrome, rotator cuff tear, and these are my my newest injuries. While I don't like being injured, I actually do find the injuries to be interesting. So if you are a cyclist and have a crash and a lot of wrist pain afterwards, these are two injuries that. You may encounter. So, if you have a fall on outstretched hand, and you go to a doctor, particularly if it's an ER doctor, urgent care, a family medicine doctor, and you're having palm pain, you should mention I may have a hook at a hamate fracture and they probably will look at you crazy, but it's often missed. So, it's best to have that on their radar. And you don't want it to get missed. So I hope this episode was helpful. And I hope you learned something. If you have any questions or if you have any experience with this injury, I would love to know. Stay tuned. I'm going to take a little holiday break and start planning for season four. Can't wait. That wraps up this episode of Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you already haven't, please download Running is Cheaper Than Therapy podcast on Apple, Spotify, or however you listen to your favorite podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, or possible show topics, please email Run It is super and Therapy, O-L-B, Omaha Love Brown. Again, that's Run is it, super and Therapy, Omaha Love Brown at gmail.com. I also can be reached via Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Handle We Life, We Love, O-U-I Life, O-U-I Love. Thank you and please tune in again.